0: There is a big discussion nowadays about high-value individuals. It's become the trend to become a high-value individual. It's a new slogan, it's a new idea, it's a new trend, even though the idea is very old. People have always, just by their very nature of being ambitious, and with high resolve and high resolution, they've wanted to always become high-valued people, productive people wanted to always be high-value people. However, <clears throat> today everybody wants to be a high-value person just for the sake of being a high-value person. And high-value today can actually refer to just being somebody who just blows a lot of air on, online. No substance. But because people have time to waste or looking for time to waste, this guy just gives them time to waste. There's nothing of substance, nothing... You're not going to make more money by listening to him. You're going to make him money by listening to him. In fact, where you're not going to make any money listening. It's just a good pastime, like a lot of the reels that we go through. We can spend half an hour, an hour just going through reels and going through TikToks and all of the rest of it. You actually don't get anything. In fact, I think you we mess our brains up. I really think... Because how can a person focus... On a 30-minute content, or an, a minute content, and then in the next 30 seconds, focus on next 30 30-second uh, or 50-second content, or a minute content, and do that for half an hour. In half an hour, you've seen 30 to 100 different reels of different ideas. That is just not natural. I don't think anybody in history. I mean, would you ever sit with two people, with another person, and talk about a hundred different things in half an hour? It's not natural. Nobody would ever do that. You would never speak about a hundred different topics in an hour. right? It's just silly. What's the point of that? What are you even discussing? But we go through a hundred topics in half an hour to one hour, just watching stuff. What do you retain? Absolutely nothing. Maybe one thing from there. But it's just an absolute waste of time. You know, you should start an online business. In the times that we take to uh, waste time on these things, you could do a side business. If, you got, if, you, if you've got something to offer, you could consult. If you've got something to sell, you can sell. You can order stuff, put it on Amazon, put it on eBay, get your own website. You could actually be making money, if nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say do taspi, because that's not very attractive. But that's what we should be doing. But what I'm saying is I think this is really, really harmful. I think this is really, really harmful. You just can't. It's just not natural to go through so many things. I just wonder what it does to the brain. But anyway, everybody wants to become a high-value individual with actually nothing. That's, that's the thing. So what is a real high-value? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has always valued high individual, high-valued individuals. And he's made a whole paradise for them. He's made a whole hereafter for them. So what exactly is a high valued valued individual in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So firstly, the highest valued individual is the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And only Allah can love you if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will love you. Allah loves us because we're his creation, but to get that special love then we need to love him. Otherwise Allah loves all human beings. He wouldn't have created us for nothing. So Allah loves human beings, however, we need to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah says in the Quran That those who believe in Allah, they are the most intense in their love for Allah Those who believe, who call themselves believers, who come for Friday prayers They are most intense in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Number two, we don't live Just between us and Allah there are a lot of other elements and factors in the world that we have to deal with that means family members at least we have parents or had parents and then we have neighbors we have other people in the community and society cousins and relatives people we deal with we transact with and we live with overall in society so Allah wants us to fulfill respond high valued individual is the one that people respect because they are good citizens, good social beings, good individuals, good neighbors, good cousins, good sons, good brothers, good parents. These are high high value. They they fulfill the obligations of those around them. They see a neighbor who's struggling bringing their shopping in, (sighs) struggling with trying to do something with their car. So rather than just watch from their window... And think, I'm really cozy inside the house. Let me go and just see if there's something I can help with. Even just make them feel good that there's somebody helping. Because you know, when you're trying to do some work yourself, and somebody even just gives you an idea, it just makes us human beings. Uh, your, your heart wells up, right? With, with gratitude for this person. Just about making people feel good. Somebody allows you to cross in front of them. Or overtake you. And if, if, if you let somebody overtake you, if you let somebody in and then they just zoom off, you're like, okay, I did my part. But if they thank you by blinking their, uh, by, by putting on their blinkers, don't you feel better that there are good people in the world? You just, that, that sounds like so small, right? It sounds so small, but I, re- I thought about it. I let somebody in didn't say, he didn't do anything. He just carried on. Another person, he came in and he blinked he he put his on his blinkers and i was like mashallah that guy appreciate there's a human in there it, it just makes a difference subhanallah so i started doing it as well because when you see it makes a difference to you you, you we should be doing it as well right? just thanking somebody else that's a high valued individual those little moments of putting happiness in somebody's heart that's really amazing because allah loves it when we are good to his creation So this isn't just something that we're never going to see that guy in that car again ever. It was on a motorway. We're never going to see that guy again. It's not about that. It's about just raising the happiness of people overall. The joy, right? The experience of people overall. That is amazing. So he is a person who fulfills the responsibilities of those people around him whether that be his family members, parents, children, etc., brothers and sisters, employees or employer, colleagues at school, colleagues at work, and, of course, the spouse. The spouse. Very important. They can rely on him, and the question to ask is, are you going to be missed? When we leave this world, are we going to be missed? Or is it going to be good riddance? That's a really amazing, very simple, straightforward way of figuring out whether we are being high-valued individuals or not. We're still alive. We can change it all. Right? When I die, are people going to miss me? Allahu Akbar. What a thought that is. What a thought that is. Number three, a high-valued individual is committed to principles. They're very, they have principles. They're committed to principles. That's why what is very important nowadays, right? We struggle uh, in this time of individualism, in this time where everybody thinks on their own, including parents and children, it's very f- difficult to find parents whose children still think alike. Them. They're on the same wavelength. It used to be the case pretty much Throughout history, you'd, it would be ex- exception if you weren't. Children carried on the parents' vocations, businesses, farming. It was done deal, that's what it was. Nowadays, I know people with businesses and their children don't want to carry on that business. They're having to sell it. Unless it's a business where you just sit and rake in money. No effort. Right? If it's a business of effort, they don't want to do it. They want to do their own, Right? Which, sometimes fine, but I'm just saying, you get very few parents and children who actually even think alike. Very few. What we need to do is, we th- the reason is that if we have principles, and we've been able to really put down uh, importance of those principles in our home, and get our children to buy into those principles, then, subhanAllah, then everybody's going to have principles. So, for example... If our child does something off track, we say, you can't do this. He says, Oh, but my friends are doing. It. I say, you can't do that because you're a Khan. Right? If you're a Khan. Right? You can't do this because you're an Islam. Because your surname is Islam. Right? Any other surnames here? Akunji? Is that a surname here? Right? You can't do this because you are a patel. You're an, you, know, you know what I'm saying? There has to be this, this family pride that we don't do this kind of stuff. When that child goes out there, he sees others doing it. He said, But you know, I'm supposed to be different. I don't do this kind of stuff. We got principles. Have we ever even thought about giving principles to our family? Like, as a principle, we don't do this kind of stuff. You can say, We don't do this because we're Muslim. You could do that. Use whatever you want, as long as you don't make them show off and think they're superior to everybody and look down upon everybody else. It's about principles. So when a child thinks that it's not just about me, I am holding the weight of a whole tribe or a whole community or a whole family, I I can't go against that. It gives you a lot more resilience and strength. So, commitment to principles. I'm having to rush this away because we have very few minutes to to do this. Number four. If you're a person of principles, you will defend your correct and valid interests. It won't be just free for all or whatever it is. Move with the tide. Go with the trend. Change every day. A taboo that you had ten years ago, now it's okay. That's the crazy modern world. We need principles. And for that, you have to defend your interest, defend things that are important. If you don't have principles, you've got nothing to defend, except your so-called freedom. Right? So what's important is to understand you have principles, you have to be able to defend your principle. That means one of our biggest, our biggest principle is Islam and then it's humanity. Islam and then humanity and that's what we see is a problem today based on what's going on in Palestine and Gaza people don't have principles have no interest in proper humanity it's just biased support of uh, one group of people over the other there's no humanity here your religion has to be defended and that means by fulfilling your defend- and making sure that you're a good representative, that we are representing it well. Your God, your Prophet, your family, and all your other values, they have to be defended. <clears throat> in, 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 in Arabic, they call this ghayra. They call it ghayra. In Urdu, they call it ghayrat. If you've heard of that idea. Ghayra means a sense of protective jealousy. Protective envy for your principles, you see that your family members or some idea that you really believe to be a good idea is being, criti- is, is, is being ridiculed or is being downtrodden or something like that, you stand up for that principle because you have a sense of justice, you have a sense of honesty and truth and you have a sense of pride in good principles. That's really what the true valued person... If we're just somebody who's just going to be bowled over all the time and just goes with the trend, whatever it is, has no idea of what their ultimate ambition is or goal is, or they do have one, but it's just a basic idea. For example, let's just say there's somebody in a country that wants to come to the UK. Allah, bless uh, Allah, Ta'ala, make it easy for these you know, uh, people who are trying to get in. They just want to get to London. In fact, they don't even know it's England. They just call the whole country London. Like, where do you want to go in London? I don't care. Just drop me on any coast. You know, just imagine, you know, if you're from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, uh, Gambia, whatever it is, they just want to get here, subhanAllah. They don't care where. Just London. Like, London just gives me that optimism. Drop me anywhere on a rooftop somewhere. I don't care. Just need to get across this channel, or whatever it is. But they put a lot of effort though. We're not even putting effort. We just have this hazy idea of Jannah. We don't know where in Jannah we want to be. We don't know how to get to Jannah. We've got a ticket and that's it. But we don't know the way to get there yet. At least these guys, they're trying. They're paying people to get them across or whatever it is. You know, they're they're doing that. Allah Ta'ala protect them there. SubhanAllah. But we're not even trying. We just think it's going to happen. So protecting one's family and his value and names. Number, the next point uh, is a high-valued person cannot be a stingy person. That's not human being. Humans are social creatures. Just tell me, is there anybody here who knows somebody that is stingy but likes him because he's stingy? You know they're stingy, but like, yeah, good, you're stingy. Nobody likes a stingy person. You know, you go to eat with your friends to a restaurant, and you have a meal, and then towards the end, you just slip out to go and wash your hands. Hey, brothers, I need to go and wash out my hands. So then somebody else pays. I'm not giving ideas. right? Everybody gives your children ED. You know what ED is? In in certain cultures, people, uh, 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 relatives and that, they give children some gifts at Eid. They call it Eidi. So your children are receiving, but you don't give to anybody. Why? Because, brother, it's a bid'ah. The Prophet ﷺ never gave Eidi. Then why are your sons taking it? Why are your children taking it? Just stinginess. You can't be stingy. Generosity is what makes you a leader. Subhanallah. Think about it. Generosity gets you value Generosity is Allah Allah is generosity The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Archetype of generosity Allahu Akbar How generous he was Allah make us Some of us are just born stingy by nature Right? We have to work against that And just start That's high valued People will respect you for that Generosity, generosity. And there's a lot of others, but I'll just leave us with the last one, which is avoiding jealousy and anger. Avoiding jealousy and anger. If you're, they say there's two among the many successful companies in the world. There are two that are like competition. So one of the experts says that he's dealt with both of these companies. He said this one company wakes up every morning thinking, how can I beat the other company? The other company gets up in the morning and their philosophy is, how can I just be the best? I don't care about anybody else. How can I just be the best? And that company usually does better. They're just trying to be proud of their own product. It's not comparison. It's just, I want to be the best. I just want to be the best. There's somebody, he, <clears throat> he's got a, married, a wedding in the family. He's got multiple quotes for caterers. And difference is five to ten pounds. He doesn't want to go with the cheaper ones, Why? he knows that it's impossible for them to give him good food with that kind of money. And below his pride, below his status, he thinks, not to show off that he's going to feed people hit or miss food. Whereas the others who are charging more, they're guaranteed their, their food is known. For example, it's about getting the best for the right reason. People in their wedding, weddings, have all of these other stuff like expensive flowers and so on and then the food is just feed somebody good food that's halal right all the other stuff just forget that put the money where it really should be because feeding people is a sunnah of the prophet in fact he said feed people feed people and be good to your relatives So when you're feeding somebody, don't ever skimp on that. It's the only place where you're actually allowed to be extravagant. You're actually allowed to be extravagant for your guests, just to make them feel happy, not to show off. Uh, The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, And that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules and at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam. And you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures. But you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khairan. As-salamu wa rahmatullahi warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.